Welcome back to the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Michael Fleischman. Alongside me is my co-host and good friend, Nicholas Bear. Nick, how's it going? I am doing very well today. Had a good day this morning. Got out. Um, now I'm ready to do this. How are you doing? Well, okay. So there's a mall um, near my house. A lot of my friends go to it. Whatever. Um, and inside the mall, there's a coffee bean and tea leaf. And it's like a massive kiosk. Okay. So it's in the middle of the mall. Okay. So they're like all four walls, like they're visible to, to everyone. You know, it's not like where it's off to the side and you can only see like the front and then go around the back and see the back. It's, it's, it's like a massive kiosk. And around it are these, like, these panels. They're, like, eight feet high, I think. And they surround the coffee bean. And, but, but it's not, like, part of the establishment. It's separate. But it's not, like, like there's, like, a, a, an inch gap. Like, I couldn't even fit two fingers in between the gap. And, um... This was last week, and I was with my friends, and um, phone got trapped in, be- it went like down in between the crevice. Yeah, that's why I wasn't texting you back because I didn't. That's why I lost my. That's how my phone got lost. It went in between the crevice, so um, had to go get a new phone. That was an experience. Um, thankfully, everything was backed up, so no issues there. But uh, what are we? 20 games into the MLB season, so uh, we're just going to talk about what's happened and hop right in. Um, This episode is very much um, us winging it. We didn't prepare a doc or kind of have a rundown of like the gist of what we wanted to do like we normally do. So I don't know. I guess I'm going to throw out a topic. We'll go from there and we'll just kind of see where this takes us. I, I want to start with the most recent news and that's Trevor Bauer. Um, and I think it's, you know, important if anyone is triggered by sexual assault or, you know, abuse or any of those things that can easily trigger somebody, um, you know, skip forward in the episode um, because this is kind of heavy and very early into the episode, not even two minutes, but um, it needs to be addressed and talked about. And um, So basically yesterday, which was Friday the 29th, um, MLB finally gave Bauer his punishment, suspension, whatever. I mean, he's been on like leave, I guess, absence. Administrative leave. Administrative yeah, with, with leave. Pay. With pay, um, which keep in mind is a lot of money um, that the Dodgers were paying him. He was on administrative leave since when last year? It's been a since Ten months. Since the end of June last year. End of June last year. Um, has not gotten onto the field, hasn't been with the team um, because of these sexual assault allegations. Um, they went to court. Um found him not guilty take that for what you want um nick grimaces um it's not it's not really not guilty so it was the 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 grand jury never decided to bring charges upon him which doesn't mean guilty or not guilty it just means they didn't have enough evidence one way or another yeah um Um, legally it's not it's not guilty or not guilty i'll put it that way right and um so Major League Baseball was still deciding what they were going to do. And then um, yesterday, <clears throat> excuse me, yesterday the news broke 
Oh, one run scores. Sorry, Guardians A's game. Go ahead. <laughs> Two run double by some rando. Um, the, uh, yesterday, the news broke um, that Bauer is going to be suspended 324 games, which is two full seasons, 162 times two. And that's the biggest suspension in baseball history. And I don't know how to, obviously he should be suspended. Like that's like, let's get that out of the way. He should be suspended, but I don't really know how to feel about Like I don't really know, you know, like good. He suspended, but was it like, I don't really know. Like it's good that he was suspended, but I don't know what to make of it past that. Well, I mean, you know, as a Dodger fan, Dodger fans have been waiting to hear about this for a while. Like it's, it's been a thing that's been hovering over our team for 10 months now, and it hasn't been fun. It's, Hasn't really been a distraction on the field. I'm sure it's been one off the field. But um, 324 games definitely surprised me. But um, we still have yet to learn the details of what MLB found in their investigation. They haven't released that. They just released a statement. I forgot to mention Um, that MLB also does a separate investigation on top of what the court did. Yes. So their investigation in no way, shape, or form is affected by what happens legally. You could be not guilty. Or like I said, charges drop and you could still get suspended in this case. Um, what we do know is a third accuser came forward to baseball yesterday. It was an article posted on the Washington Post that he, that Trevor Bauer did some stuff. Uh, but my takeaway from it was Trevor Bauer could have helped himself out if he wasn't an idiot on social media and going on and on and on about how this person's an idiot. He could have sat down with MLB and negotiated a suspension because this is the longest suspension in MLB history for a domestic violence sexual abuse and, case. And it's no coincidence at all that it happens to a guy who has been nothing short of a character and a problem for Major League Baseball. I'm not saying that like, oh, you know, he's been bad for the game or whatever. But Major League Baseball, the like the, the front office, the company, Manfred, those fools – he has not been good to them. He's called them out on their shit. And like, although we appreciate it and we can like thank him for that, th- you know, that puts him on their bad side. And obviously that was reflected in 324 game punishment. It was. And I think those are, um, those are other factors that the league um, considered when suspending him. We all knew the suspension was going to come from the allegations itself. We learned it was three allegations, so I'm going to have to assume here that that added some more gains to it. Right. And then the the outside factors of always going on social media and being a bitch about this stuff. And um, he made a YouTube video a couple months ago saying, oh, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. And, oh, MLB hates me and all that. So it's just like he didn't help himself because in the other – I think it was 15 cases before Bauer – all those players have cooperated and sat down with MLB and negotiated a suspension. Bauer's like, no, I get zero. So he's taking, he's, he's going to take this to um, um, an arbitrator, I believe it is, for, to appeal. And we will await word on this, I guess, within the next couple of weeks to see. It's not going to be overturned. I'm going to tell you that right now. No, it won't. But it could be, it, it could be a decrease. Right. I mean, it's, it's cutting off your nose to spite your face going and say no i i want zero like dude you weren't there was not a world where major league baseball didn't suspend him like yeah forget about the number of games and and the time period uh, and how long he suspended he was gonna be suspended 
and he could have helped himself out because let's face it, he's a good pitcher, right? Like say what you want about the guy as a person, right? Dude's a good pitcher. And like, that's his job is to, is to go out and pitch every fifth day. And he totally could have helped himself out. Totally could have helped himself out. But instead he stood his ground. He was way too stubborn, like continued to ridicule and call out MLB. And it's obviously shown and, and, Part of I, I would almost guarantee you that that's part of the reason that the suspension was this long. I mean, they will never come out and say it because that's like not something that you say. But one thousand percent part of the reason. And anyone who who says it's not, I would love to hear an argument as to why. Yeah, I mean, I also believe. Um, well, actually, I don't believe this. We learned this yesterday that. Had Bauer cooperated with baseball in their investigation and part of the negotiations of his suspension could have been all the time that he missed for 10 months could have counted towards his suspension yeah. had he cooperated with which, the league. Which but is now he crazy, dude. That's wild. Because that's 10 months off the of suspension. Yeah, that's crazy. He could have gotten Or maybe off. a little less because the offseason isn't counted. The offseason. You know he could have gotten off so easily. And like that's like totally messed up to say, but he totally could have, and he made yeah. it so much more difficult for himself. He did. It was. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really expect it to come down yesterday for whatever reason. It seemed very out of the blue. I'll say that. Like I didn't hear anything about. Oh, MLB is nearing the yeah. decision on this. It was just like boom, three hundred twenty-four games. Yeah. Uh, but as I said, he's appealing it. His attorneys, one of them being his agent, Rachel Luba, is also standing by him, and they're going to take this and appeal it. And not, They're not going to get this overturned, even though he said in a statement he's confident he's going to win this. He's not. Um, if, if he's expecting zero games, he's not winning this. Like, I'm telling you that right now. But now he can't be back in baseball until – well, I actually don't think the suspension starts until the appeal process is over. No. He pushed it back even further. Yeah. And by, by the time he's back, He's going to be 33 years old, and with his character issues, I think his career is over. Yeah, who's realistically crazy. who's going to go sign the guy? Like, well, okay, talent wise, it's hard to pass. Up. I'm okay, not but here's the thing. That, but, here's the but thing. The media, the media. No, I know, but here's here's the thing. When he was with the Dodgers while he was pitching, he was pitching well. But yeah. how much of that was like Sticky spider stuff. attack? That like. Totally help oh, yeah. that because he, I mean I'm known. No, I mean I'm convinced that the 2020 year was total bullshit. Like it was totally just sticky stuff. You know, I can hold the ball with like with my palm open. Like you know what I mean. Like uh, yeah. so, how good of a pitcher is he? And like if he's he's if he's a four ERA pitcher, then what is? the attraction to go get a 33 year old pitcher who is a character who is average, maybe above average. I'd say he's above average. He's an above average pitcher an above average pitcher uh, and 33 years old, probably going to want a decent amount of money. Cause like, dude, like realistically he shouldn't, but he's going to, problems on social media probably probably like locker room cancer like what is the attraction for a team when it when it's bauer or you know 
a 22 year old kid in the minors who's got you know high like like throws 97 and is ready to come up and start for you and he's gonna keep his head down and do like do his work and you know teammates like him like there's no reason for you to go out and try to make your life more difficult and i i honestly think that's like what happened with tampa bay and antonio brown is he tried to uh like he tried to make a comeback and i mean it it worked and then we saw what happened like dude just stripped and left the field mid game against the jets i can totally see trevor bauer doing that could totally see him doing that uh, yeah, that was the weirdest thing ever with the Antonio Brown thing. I, I, I don't think we'll ever see that again. But, um, no, I mean, I don't – I really don't know what's in the future for him. But to me, I'm about 90% sure his career is over at this point. Yeah. I really am. Yeah, no, I uh, I agree. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to, like, make his own – like, like try to start his own baseball league, kind of like what LeVar Ball did. Um, oh, he totally bas- would. Oh, my I God. Totally, I totally – yeah, I – I could totally see Trevor Bauer trying to do some stupid shit like that. Yeah, I, I, I would even have to imagine to a point he's done with MLB, actually. Like, he doesn't want to deal with them anymore. Yeah, no, I would agree. If he if his feelings are hurt that badly, he might just say, fuck you guys, I'm going to try to do my own thing. Yeah, but, you know, on the I, I don't really want to sound excited about this, per se, but on the baseball side of things this does clear up a lot of money for the Dodgers. 30 plus million next year. And they only paid him 4 million this year so far on administrative leave. So, I mean, the Dodgers got money to spend now in case they want to make a trade later on or whatever. So from the Dodgers perspective, from a specific baseball perspective, it's really, really good for the Dodgers. But from a legal issue perspective, it's, it's complicated. Yeah. Right. And, and, and to focus more on the baseball side of things is Trey Turner is a free agent. Uh, this coming season. So that is definitely something that, that he knows. I mean, obviously he knows that like ugh, every fan knows that. And of course the general, the, like the general manager and the, and the front office, Ooh, a ball just ricocheted off Sean Manai's leg and into left field. I uh, hope he's okay. Keep you updated with that. Um, Like Trey Turner is going to want, going to want a lot of money. And I don't know if the Dodgers necessarily could do that i'm sure they could but i don't know if that's something that they like really want to do if they have the bauer contract manaya seems to be okay by the way yeah i that's good that he's okay um yeah i mean look i've been keeping track of the whole uh trade turner's a free agent thing all year because i mean that's a big deal and trade trade turner's a top 10 top 15 player i mean five tool player dynamic as hell i mean you you can't just let a player walk like that, yeah. especially because you got you got so you got Max Scherzer in the package last year, and you already let Scherzer walk. I can see why they let Scherzer walk. You see how much money no, they Scherzer, get. Yeah, yeah, Scherzer walk plus Andrew Keeney was a great investment. Um, but we can talk about that at a different time. But um, no, I I told you actually, I knew Scherzer was leaving. I didn't think yeah. he was staying long term. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think this is uh, a huge factor in the possible trade Turner contract extension discussions. But the Dodgers have kind of approached them like, hey, we know you have an extent. You, you, we know you have free agency coming up. Uh, but that's about it. But, but Trey Turner said he's open to discussing an extension in season. He said he can separate the baseball from extension things. So 
We'll see, but it definitely adds a lot more flexibility to the team. However, knowing Andrew Friedman, we already have Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts under, what is it, 10 nine-figure deals. And so I don't know that he'd be willing to do it with another guy outside of, like, maybe, say, a Walker Bueller or one of our other homegrown guys instead. But um, it's going to be interesting to keep track of for sure, but – We'll see. I mean, look, beyond 2024, the Dodgers only have Chris Taylor, Mookie Betts, and Freddie Freeman under contract. That's it. Yeah. And Freddie Freeman's contract had some deferred money, too. So, yes, we'll see. Um, I guess we talk about the regular season. Um, I guess that's like yeah. the only thing to talk about. I guess. I don't know. I mean, maybe Eric Hosmer is leading the league in batting average. I mean, I know, I know we're like not even 20 games in, but like that just was not like a name that I expected to see. At the not at all. I mean, the, the Padres made it known they were trying to trade him. I mean, they came close yeah. with the Mets until the deal fell oh, yeah. apart at the end. So he knows the team wants to trade him. The team has basically made it known they're not denying it or anything. So, I mean, it's an interesting situation. But I, I, have, I have a feeling he's little, maybe a little extra motivated perhaps by knowing he's going to be traded. Oh, no, I don't think that he's, I don't think that he's going to end the season, you know, winning the batting title or necessarily even coming close to it. No offense, but like, but I just, that was not something that I, I mean, I opened the MLB app and that was not the name that I was expecting to see um, atop the batting average leaderboard. Okay. So um, what are we 20 games in? Yeah. Every team Give seems to have played. Yeah, every team seems to have played anywhere from eighteen to twenty-two games. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess we start with the teams that have looked really bad really early, and I when we were just talking about them. Padres have not looked good. They they have the never mind. That's bullshit. Division. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. They're fourteen and seven. Okay, we're they're never mind. Decent. Yeah, never mind. And they well, for turn now, they're two. starting off well. Yeah, they, they did. Well, they so. did start off well. I mean, talk about the Reds. I was gonna. I was Reds. gonna. I was about to go talk about the Reds. I mean, what were we really? How, they have a negative fifty-five run din- run differential. We're twenty games into the season. They stand at three and seventeen. <laughs> After that is from the Dodgers. Yeah, and and I mean, we knew they were gonna be bad. They got rid of pretty much everyone. I mean, Votto's there. Votto Castillo is Steel. still there, and, and Luke Maley. Tyler Maley. Luke Maley? I thought it was Tyler. One of the pitchers named Maley. Tyler Maley. Maybe. Yeah, right. Tyler Maley. Tyler. Sorry, I mixed up my names. Yeah, whatever. It's the Reds. But those were the, those are the three guys that could have been trade candidates that weren't traded. Um. Yeah, they're really bad. I mean, like it's crazy because they were they made the playoffs in 2020, like which was not expected. Last year yeah. they were n- not great. If memory serves, no, they they came, they were eliminated in the last week. They won eighty six games. Sure, then they won eighty six games, and then they just said, "Fuck it, let's blow it up again." Which because I don't. They didn't really... want to pay Jesse Winker. They didn't want to pay Nick Castellanos. They didn't want to pay all those other you Eugenio Suarez. Um, I mean, the owners made it known too. It is like. I don't care what the fans think. If you don't like it, leave. But like, which which I think is part of a bigger issue in baseball. Yeah, why? Because their farm isn't that good, is it? 
I mean, I, I know that they have Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo, which are two Hunter very Green promising. So good, yeah, which are which are two very promising arms. Um, if you don't know who Nick Lodolo is, lefty, 95-96, good, good off-speed pitches, like his stuff. Also, love his card, and then it'll be the show 21 or 20, whichever one it was. I don't really know. Um, I, I Yeah, I mean, the Reds have been bad, but, like, whatever. It's going to suck because I don't really see Joey Votto getting traded. I don't think he wants to be traded. I don't. I, I don't think he wants to, but you never really know. Yeah, I mean, if if I don't see him going being like, all right, trade me. So it's going to kind of suck to watch the end of his career just be on this abysmal team. Um, yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, look, the only reason the Reds did what they did last offseason is because the owner doesn't want to spend. The owner says, I don't have the money to spend. I can't afford this, 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 and this. So we're going to rebuild, which is total bullshit. You and I both know it. Because all these guys, all these owners can afford at least a nine-figure payroll. Like, at least, yeah. you know? Yeah. And the fact that there are owners out there, including the Oakland A's, by the way, who, I don't know if you saw, the Oakland A's president went on Twitter and talked about the Giants crowd. Meanwhile, the Oakland A's can't get more than a couple thousand people at a game. They can't. I mean, it's ridiculous that they're going that, that, that they're taking it to this extreme level. Like I mean, it's three thousand people. Yeah, it's really bad for the game. It is so bad for the game. Um, another team that's been really bad is the White Sox, and there have been injuries. I'm pretty sure Lance Lynn went down. Um, Eloy Jimenez just cannot seem to catch a break. Which you know what? I'm really mad about that. Okay, mm-hmm. so prior. If you're whatever, eating his apple, at least you muted your mic. Anyway, prior to the 2020, when did he tear his pack? 2020, 2021, 2021, 2021. Yeah, 2021. Prior to the 2021 season, I was like, I like, I was like, I kept getting sports trading cards videos on all my social medias. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I've got, like, a good history with predicting things in baseball. Prior to the 2017 season, I said the Astros were going to win the World Series. Okay? Swear to God, okay. I have it on video. Okay? Okay. They, they had, like, they were awful and won the World Series. Yeah, they were cheating, but, like, oh, I didn't know that. So, I was, like, I was, like, you know, I've got good luck. Like, okay. So, I went out and I bought four PSA 10 Eli Jimenez rookie cards. So we, and I spent like, I think a hundred bucks and then bro tore his peck like a week later was out the whole season, like, like nearly the whole season. And now he's got what a hamstring injury had to be carted off the field. I believe it was a game against Minnesota. I think it was a tear if I'm not mistaken. What, whatever game. it was, it was not good. Um, and he's going to miss some, some significant time. So yeah, the, the white Sox have, um, have some injury history or have some injury issues, not history, but they've been very, very, very bad. I mean, everything about this team has not been good early seven and 12. Um, they're one and nine in their last 10 games run differential of negative 27, which was not something that we were expecting. We were expecting the white Sox to be a powerhouse this year and it has not looked good early. Yeah. I mean, you know, it started, when they let 
Carlos Rodon walk, who has been nothing short of electric with San Francisco's Eric Cosmer ground oh. out. Okay. Um, good for him. Because um, <laughs> his trade value goes down. Um, exactly. But um, it started with Carlos Rodon walking in free agency to the Giants, which right now that looks like a fantastic signing. I think you and I both still think still his arm is going to fall off eventually. Um, okay. So we know that. And then Lance Lynn goes down within, I think it was his first start of the season, actually, or, or spring training start, it might have been. And he's out four to six weeks. That's bad. And then Lucas Giolito goes out in his first start. So they lose their top three guys in free agency slash injury. Now they have no pitchers. Joe Kelly Joe Kelly hasn't been healthy for them. They traded away Craig Kimbrell. Hendricks has been bad. Hendricks, Hendricks has been, been bad. really bad. They traded Craig Kimbrell for A.J. Pollock. A.J. Pollock left the first week with a hamstring injury. Eloy Jimenez got hurt. I mean, they, they're dropping like flies right now, and they didn't really prepare for this, but, I mean, this has been a very – Their um, team ERA – um, among American League teams, because that's what baseball or that's what Baseball Reference gives me is twelfth out of the fifteen American League teams at what three point nine nine, which isn't it's even not bad, it's not that bad. But again, offense is down, which is something that I yeah. think is a is something that we will talk about later. But offense is, is yeah. down; it's bad. Um, actually, that's good just good to show you how how how. My Google goes off telling me it's four o'clock time to take my meds. No shame in taking meds for your ADHD. <laughs> do, you, do you need to take them right now? No, 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 no. I'll get it after the episode. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, oh, um, Cabrian Hayes error. Rare sighting. Go yeah, ahead. I mean, a 3.99 year in 12th in the American League tells me personally how bad the offense is. I mean, like you said, we'll get to that later. But, I mean, the White Sox have been just dropping like flies right now in it. You know, that still looks like a relatively weak division. No one point away. The Guardians have been very up and down. I know they got, I believe it was, were they swept by the Yankees? or was it Yeah, three? yeah, swept. swept. And then I know the Twins, even though Carlos Correa has surprisingly not been good so far. And um, offensively, at least. They have, um, they've been just about 500, although they have Oh great my God. The White Sox offense has been a, Abysmal. Exactly. Luis. Lu- 15. Uh, among fifth, They rank dead last in OPS on base and batting average. They rank second to last in hits. They rank third to last. No, fourth to last in runs scored. Oh, that's bad. They rank second to last in double plays and OPS plus. Oh, wow. That's really bad. Huh? Yeah. I mean. That's what happens when you lose Eloy Jimenez and AJ Pollock and the other guys aren't performing. I don't think I can't imagine Jose Abreu is doing well at this point if those are the numbers there. Ninety three uh, OPS plus no. Um, Yohan Andrew Vaughn is their best hitter right now. Yohan Moncada is, I think, injured. I don't know. I don't see him on on the depth charts. What what yeah. happened to him? I've been like I remember when he was supposed to be a superstar, like to start rehab. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's injured with strained oblique. Oh my god! Yeah, and Yasmani Grandal, who was an on-base machine last year before he got hurt, I doubt he's performing that well either. Four seventy-six so, I mean, OPS. So I mean, really, anything that could have gone wrong for the White Sox 
has at this point. Um, so I can't really fault them for being bad, but it's like you, you let Carlos Rodon walk. And I know he's going to get hurt eventually, but you need a guy like that in your rotation with all these guys getting hurt. You do. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, that, that's, that's bad. I mean, it's, it's been really bad. Uh, who else? It's like National League. Eh, no really shock. No shock there. No shock there. I guess we'll talk about the goods. I mean, it's well, more fun to harp well, the on the ones. I would say the one shock in the National League, though, are the Rockies still over 500? Uh, Colorado's 11 and 9. So, yes. Okay, so they've cooled off. All right. They started off hot. They started off hot. I guess we, I guess we start with the goods. I mean, it's not nearly, it's not, or not, not start. I guess we'll go to the goods. Do you want to go with the goods in the American League first? Yeah. Or do you want to do National League goods first? Yeah, sure. Let's start with the American League. It's not as fun to talk about the goods. The Yankees have been fucking amazing. Um, They've been really good. You sound surprised. 14 and 6, 700 um, winning percentage, 9 and 1 in their last 10, a miss a seven game winning streak, run differential of plus 36, best record in the American League, um, half a game back of the Mets, who we'll talk about in, in probably a minute or two, for the best record in baseball. Okay. Yankee's been really good early in the year. It started, it didn't look good. It looked really it looked bad. It looked really bad uh, when they dropped two out of three uh, to Baltimore in Baltimore, which is just not something that you can do. And Yankee fans were hitting the panic button. I was not there yet, but I was getting close. I wasn't there yet, but I was getting close because the offense looked dead. And it has really picked up as of late. We now lead the league in home runs. Um, and I'm looking here. We are second in the American League in runs per game, which is just phenomenal. We are top three. We are top five in batting average, on-base slugging, OPS, OPS plus. Um, yeah. T- third in total bases. So good early. Um, guess who's hitting? Joey Gallo. No, fuck that. I don't care about him. It's DJ LeMahieu resurgence season. I told him to elevate the ball at spring training, and he has. The Yankees have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven guys with an OPS plus of 100 or higher, and two guys with an OPS plus, um, two guys that are three points or more, or three points or less away from 100. So, by the way, DJ is going to be an all-star screenshot. This is um, what Nick's phone says. He's holding it up. When did I say that? March you, March 25th, you said this. March 25th. Did I, did I say something about Michael King? I'm pretty sure I said something about Mike King. I don't remember. Mm, search it. Search up Mike King. I'm pretty sure I said something about it. If I didn't. Would you have said Mike or Michael? I don't know. Try both. Anyway, pitching has been also phenomenal um cole started off huh nothing (laughs) joe biden came up no not joe biden nothing for mike king um no nothing 
swear I said something about Mike King. I, I swear I said something about Mike King. We talked about Severino. No, I really that. thought I said something about Mike King. Maybe I said it internally. Well, then save you. Um, well, I said that Mike King was going to be really good, and he has been. He, um, baseball, the baseball savant wrote an article about how he is the most valuable reliever in baseball right now because dude comes in and throws multiple innings. Um, war of almost one early into the season. Oh, Jesus, I just hit a random button. 20 punches in 13 innings, six games, uh, three walks. That's good. Um, whip of 1.000. Uh, King has been really good, but past that, he has a he has a career war of 420 and a 2022 war of 0.69. So nice. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, Yankees have been really good, so I'm gonna stop harping on them because that's gets boring for one question i do want to ask though is do you think they can continue this or do you think they'll eventually hit a hit a cold streak i mean teams hit cold streaks in in the season 162 no i do think looking back on last season yeah no i i think that they can continue to keep winning i think they can continue to keep winning series i mean sweeping every series is just not realistic like let's be honest here but I I do think that I I mean people were saying Yankees third place fourth place I was very much in it that I still think that this team can win the American League East it and it all really boiled down to how are they gonna how are they gonna hit and so yeah, I far think we both agreed that the Blue Jays would narrowly beat the Yankees in the division yeah we we did we did so both agree yeah we did both agree um in the last episode but I was never sold on. It'll be the Yankees are just not a good team. Five hundred missed the playoffs. Like I was never sold on that, and and I am pretty negative sometimes when it when it comes to the Yankees. Um, but no, I was I was never really on that. They're a bad team, you know. They're awful because they did get better. You know, they did get better in the offseason, and they are doing all this right now. Um, with Josh Donaldson, who who is um in a little bit of an early season slump, which I know he's a, like, he's very, like very detail oriented. So I know it could be a little bit difficult for him coming to a new team. Um, Joey Gallo. I mean, he is getting a little bit better, but he's just been abysmal, like really, really, really bad. And without a catcher. I saw, I saw yeah, I saw Joey Gallo was getting booed at one point and then he yeah. started hitting a little bit. Yeah. He was getting booed. I mean, he could not get a hit. He couldn't even get it. He couldn't even get a walk, and he's known as someone who strikes out on a walk a lot, but he couldn't even get a walk. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, another team that has been good, let's go back to the standings. The Angels have been really good. Yes. I didn't know that. Have they? Can you talk about that? Because I don't watch any Angel games. Yeah, so, you know, I don't know if it's going to surprise you or not, but their pitching has been pretty good. It's so far, Noah Syndergaard has looked like what he was before his injuries, which I know was a big question going into the season for the Angels. It's why he only got one year. Um, but what the fuck, to, Boone? He's pitching to an ERA under two point five right now. He's two and zero. Oh. I think he's he's he was uh, scratched from his recent start though, so we'll see where that goes. Uh, Shohei Otani's been Shohei Otani. Isn't Taylor Ward raking? Yes, I was going to get to him. Taylor Ward has been amazing so far. Um, he had like four or five hits last night or the night before. That offense has been clicking, but the the pitching has been solid. Their bullpen has been really nice so far. 
uh, with Rysel Iglesias at the back end of that bullpen closing out game. So they've been a really nice surprise. And if they can keep this up, I'm not going to count them out for winning the division. I think the AL West is very open. I think the AL West is incredibly open. I think it's a little more open than I thought, just because I thought the Astros would be slightly better. Um, I think I think the I think the Mariners have been about what we expected, eleven and nine to this point. Um, But I know we've talked about the A's being terrible and all that, but they're hanging in there at ten and eleven. I they're not going to make the playoffs. So they've been a decent 12, early season. They just lost. Oh, they I don't know. I don't know if that's uh, updated. Um, oh, whatever. No, I have uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're hanging in there, but it really does look like it's going to come down to the Astros, the Mariners, and the Angels. And right now, the Angels have a two and a half game lead in that division on a six game winning streak plus 24 run differential. So. Yeah, I, I mean, it's always been do they have arms? Um, and they have not. Go run, run, get the first. Um, it's always been, do they have arms? And the Angels have not had arms. They've always had good hitters, but they just really have not had any pitching whatsoever. And um, pitching wins championships in this sport. Yeah, well, need arms. Uh, speaking speaking of pitching wins championships, I think you couldn't say that enough about the Tigers and the Rangers. I know we talked about some disappointments, but I want to go back to the Tigers and Rangers. They have looked. A- abysmal to start the season absolutely abysmal they're pitching both teams is a mess um and the 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 rangers offense has been very very up and down so far uh marcus Semyon really hasn't to this point and out it's one month in a seven-year deal so i'm not gonna panic um cory seager has been fine for them but that pitching has been god awful for them i mean absolutely god awful they blew didn't they blow a seven to zero lead on like opening I, day? I believe so. Weekend? I believe so. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they have been really disappointing. They're six and fourteen, and then the Tigers, uh, uh, Javier Baez is out or was out as far as I know with an injury. I don't know if he's back yet. I'm not sure. I don't think it was that severe though. I, I know he went on the IL, but yeah. I, I I would think he's back. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez has not panned out like the Tigers had hoped to this point. I wasn't that big on the signing of him. I mean, Shocked. he was an upgrade, but but he wasn't <laughs> anything like that I, I was surprised about. But, um, yeah, so I think those are two big surprises that are disappointing so far in the AL just because we expected them to be about 500 teams. Yeah, and, and I mean, again, everyone, grain of salt. Like, we're all taking the grain of salt, but we – you know, we got to talk, you know, in yeah, baseball speaking, podcast. Speaking of the Tigers, real quick, Miguel Cabrera got 3,000 hits this year. So good for him. Yeah, congrats. And, dude, we're, we are not going to see that again for a while. We're not. I don't think there's going to be anyone that's active still that's going to reach it that's, like, in their 30s. Like, I don't I, think Mike Trout gets it. I, don't no, I, I, I wanted to talk it. about Mike Trout. Um, There was something, there was an article I read. Oh, God, I can't remember where it was. But it pretty much broke down trout's career and if he were to stay playing like this the way he has for the rest of his career it's it seems almost impossible for him to get the three thousand hits because so they're, of, they're factoring in injuries n- no if he were to play every day if he were to play every day at an elite level like he's been doing for his career it would injuries. almost be impossible for him to get there well not impossible but it would be very difficult for him to get there because so he has to get to another level. Because of because of twenty twenty one, 
2020 the shortened season and then last year where he where he was out for a long time um really just derailed his chances of getting there and honestly i think the next guy that that gets there is is um is wander franco and i know he's we're so early in that career and people could say soto but the 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 guy with the highest walk rate that has three thousand hits is i don't know who but it's 13 percent. i searched it up and when you think about it walks take away chances to get hits right and Juan Soto's walk rate is about 20%. And as much as he hits, it'd be very, very difficult for him to get there if the walk rate stays like that. And I think it will. Um, so, you know, it was it was cool, but we don't cherish that enough and, you know, really appreciate that because we might not see that for a long time. <laughs> well, we don't appreciate it enough because we don't get enough hits in the game now. Sure, we got to. Um, but we can we can switch over to the National League now. We've spent plenty of time on the on the American League. Um, nice. Donaldson draws a walk. Love that. The Mets, other New York team, Crosstown in Queens. They've been good. They've been really good. Um, best record in baseball. Um, best winning percentage in baseball. Arms have been good. They've hit pretty well. Um, you know, obviously we've got some 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 drama early and. You know, I, I'm not very high ever on the Mets, and that's not because I dislike them because, dude, honestly, I don't. Um, I, have no, I have no reason to dislike them. They've always – they've never been good while I've been alive. Not really a, to me, they're not really a rivalry to the Yankees. I mean, yeah, no, Mets fans make it a rivalry. Mets fans hate the Yankees. I hate the Yankees, but, like, we yeah. don't – like, I mean, I mean, older Yankee fans do, but, I mean, people my age, there's no reason, you know? Um, yeah, I, I don't know how much to buy into them because what they've done so far is impressive. They got it combined no hitter yesterday. Oh, that's what we should have done. No we should have done buy or sell. Whatever. We'll wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Well, we can do that at like mid season. How about that? Yeah, sure. Um, but um, I mean, look, I don't. The no hitter doesn't really get much attention anymore. What? It's not a big. It's not as big a deal in MLB anymore because of what's happening in MLB, and we'll talk about it shortly. Uh, but yes, the Mets have been very impressive so far. Uh, Max Scherzer leading the way for them on the mound, um, and they're doing this with all. With a all Jacob DeGrom's Mets. A Jacob DeGrom's Mets. Um, so I mean, just imagine how good their pitching is going to be with him. But I'm impressed. Francisco Lindor seems to be back to what he was before being traded last year. Um, but I don't know how much longer it keeps up because at the end of the day, it's the Mets. The Mets. They can start off really good and they then collapse. Yep. They always find a way to fuck it up. That's why I'm never high yeah. on them. That's why I can never get with the other Mets are a great team. Uh, shut up. I don't really care. Um, Milwaukee's 14 and 7. Cool. Good for them. Milwaukee's a boring team to me. Like, I don't know if that's just because they're in Milwaukee, but I, I, I never watch a Bruce. I don't, I mean, like, I, I watch baseball. I watch a lot of baseball. But I never just – I never see them, like, I want to watch a Brewers game. No, look, the reason they're really boring to watch, and I'll tell you why, is because – well, one, it's it's always harder for a big market fan to watch a small market team. I feel no, like. I don't give a shit about so, that. I do. Um. But two, they also don't have much offense. Like Christian Yelich, I just, I think 
I don't think we're going to get the Christian Yelich back that we had hoped for. Um, I think. Tyler Wonder how much of a factor is that? Is that is that foul ball in Miami that that took him out for the season and cost him an MVP? Yeah, I he's been he's been struggling to find it since. I mean, their biggest offseason upgrade this year was Andrew McCutcheon. Gotcha. They didn't even they didn't have a good offense last year, and all you do is add McCutcheon. That's not going to help your offense too much. So. I think that's why they're boring. Their pitching is amazing. I mean, Corbin Bird, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, awesome. Josh Hader at the back end of the bullpen. Devin but, Williams. Uh, Devin Williams. But, you know, I mean, it, it shows, too, um, Josh Hader has, I think, 10 or 11 saves so far this year. Yeah, and we're not even through the yeah. first full month of the year. So that just shows how many close games they're playing in because they don't score a lot of runs. And I think that's what makes them boring a lot. Yeah, and I mean, that's what – the Yankees were doing last year, they were not scoring a lot. And um, as a result of that, it was, it was, I, I believe they led the league in games one by one or one or two runs. And it was just like, like, dude, it was hard to watch. And like, obviously I'm going to watch because I have to, like, it's almost like, it's almost like I feel like I have to. But I like if I wasn't like a fan of the team, there's no way that I'd be like, yeah, let's go watch a Yankee game like last year. And it, I feel like that's the same thing with the Brewers. So cool. I mean, good for you. Good start to the season. You'll get bounced in the first round. I mean, the Dodgers have been good. Um, the Giants have been good. Yeah. The um, although I say, I still feel like the Giants have been better than I thought they would be. Like, yeah, no, I agree. They'd be good. But they're kind of keeping up with the pace of last year so far. I think Salvi just got hit in the nuts. No, he looks to be good. <laughs> That's not good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the Giants being good isn't a surprise, but the Giants being at basically the pace they were last year is a surprise. Yeah, I mean, no more Posey. Uh, I guess Gosman and Rodon. I personally think Rodon's better than Kevin Gosman. Um, oh, I, I, you don't have to personally think that. I think that's just a fact. Um. So I, I guess that evens out Logan Webb, I I think is doing well. Yeah. Whatever. Oh yeah, Logan Webb has been killing it. I think he's one of the more underrated pitchers in the league personally. But um yeah, he's been doing well. Um their offense has actually been pretty quiet. It's it's almost like the Yankees last year. Good pitching, bad offense. And it's just like and that'll their catch pitching up to them. is just it will. Um their pitching is just holding them afloat right now. And then uh, eventually injuries or poor pitching will, like you said, catch up. So, I mean, they lost the game against the A's a night or two ago. That was just like one to zero. So, I mean, that's like they're very boomer bust. And I think bad offense has been a massive trend. And this will like kind of be the last topic that we talk about is the fact that the balls are like they're deflated. They're dead. Deflated. Yeah. Like. They're dead, and it's stupid and annoying. And and here's a tweet that I want to pull up. Um, this was tweeted on the twenty seventh, the twenty seventh. Major League Baseball average stat line right now: three three oh eight on base, three sixty eight slugging, six seventy six OPS, three uh six seventy six OPS, and a two thirty two batting average. Oh like God. that, that means that an OPS above 675 is considered uh, is considered above average. It's so sad. That's so sad. 
it, you know, I gotta be honest, it's been really hard for me to watch some baseball this year because of the, these, like, because, because of what you just brought up. I mean, I can't tell you, and I'm sure I actually saw it with uh, John Carlos Stanton against the Blue Jays. I think it was. He killed the shit out of a ball. I swear yeah. to God, it was out. It was out by 20 rows, and then it just dies on the track. I mean, what the hell? I I've seen it so many times with the Dodgers, with Gavin Lux and Cody Bellinger specifically. Like guys are squaring up these baseballs, and it it looks like it's way gone, and it just it dies right at the track. It's frustrating as a baseball fan to see that because like I don't know. I mean. Now it's not even the home run or strikeout error. It's just it's just a strikeout error at this point. Uh let me see. Dude, I know I'm... Joey Gallo had many hard hits earlier in the season, the first couple of weeks that were like expected batting averages of like seven, eight, nine hundred or something, right? Yeah. Hold on. I'm trying to I'm trying to see on like league averages and all that shit on baseball savant right now, which is considerably difficult to do sometimes. But no, it's it's so boring. It's been so boring. Like I don't get why we're doing this again. Like it's bad and it's like a continued thing that Major League Baseball is going to deflate the balls and we're not going to get offense, which leads to no one wanting to watch a game that people already don't really want to watch. Yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's not going to help grow, grow baseball because what, what people want to see if they're going to tune into baseball is offense. And I'm not saying people like you and me who are diehard baseball fans don't enjoy um, quality starts or perfect games or, or good, good outings. Like Walker Bueller was the first and only pitcher so far this year to go the distance. Um, and that, that was great, but I just feel like we're seeing it too often from like the three, four, five guys in a rotation. It's like, those guys shouldn't be doing that. You know, that shouldn't be happening to them. Oh, and it, it's just been bad like to watch. And it's so obvious. Like it's blatantly obvious. And MLB isn't going to do anything about it. Cause they know we know. And Ooh, year to year changes. Can I do everyone? Team batting? Can I do everyone? No, I can't. That's like I, I okay. want. I want the league average batting average to be like two fifty. That's what I want. The, the 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 average, and then above average, everyone over two fifty, and then below average, everyone below two fifty. But I don't want the league average to be two thirty two. That's a little ridiculous. No, no, it's, it's really bad. Like I just. Guys got to be on base, got to put pressure on the pitchers, got to steal bases. Like, that's that's what we need in the game, I feel like. We need to manufacture more runs again. It's really annoying. It's, it's just I, boring. I, oh, this is what I can do. Awesome. I'll say this. While you pull that up, it's even been boring to watch the Dodgers sometimes. It's ridiculous. I And I feel like baseball's got to find a happy middle. I'm not saying – Let's just get hit after hit after hit after hit or home run after home run after home run. But let's find a happy middle where it's like home runs are at a decent average pace and so are batting averages. That's that's all I want. I don't think it's too hard to ask for that. Yeah, no, I would agree. And what are we doing? Like, okay, home runs. Huh. Home run rate are down. 
That's so, way down. Yeah, significantly. While, while batting averages are down too, so it's like we're not getting a trade off. Yeah. No. 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 This is this is very bad. I think OPS. You said OPS is down, right? Or OPS plus? I forget what you said. Everything. Everything's down. I don't understand why they thought this was a good idea. I mean, it's to the point where the Arizona Diamondbacks have an elite pitching staff this year. That that's, you know, something's wrong with the diamond when you can say the Diamondbacks have an elite pitching staff. They're like top five or ten in baseball in Team ERA. Blue uh, Orioles too. Orioles too. Yeah, Orioles too. They they their offense has been the problem. I mean, offense has been the problem in baseball, but the offense has been the problem for the Orioles. Um, I mean, it's it's gotten out of hand to this point where it almost makes me want to turn off the TV sometimes when watching baseball, even if it's a Dodger game, because there's just like we there's so many stretches that teams go through without like one hit in seven innings or or stuff like that. Like what? There's more value to a walk than a strikeout. I'm telling you, there is. Swear to God, there is. I don't really know where we go here. People don't want to watch baseball as it is, and this is making it bad. Like, like this is making it worse. It, it's like, man, it's I, I remember being so excited when the lockout ended. I was like, here we go, baseball is back. Yes, and then it's just like, this is this is this is the product you put on the field for us fans after lockout like this. Like, MLB does not care about the fans at all. I can tell you that right now. They do not. No, not even a little bit. All right, that's gonna do it for us, guys. Thank you for listening. A little bit of a little bit of a rant at the end, and uh, kind of just winging this whole episode. So, uh, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Michael Fleischman, and I'm Nicholas Bear. Um, you know where you can find us on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter, Mike underscore zero four one six. Instagram, MSF zero four one six underscore. And you can find me on Twitter at NicholasBear7 and on Instagram at NicholasGolfer. That's going to do it for us. Thank you guys for tuning in. Peace out.